I'm Jesse Aredia, and you're listening to Mom Empowered, where I help moms ditch their anger, break free from anxiety, and create the life they've always wanted. This show is for the mom who's ready to become more free and empowered. All right, hey ladies, good morning. Today, I want to talk about marriage in a very honest vulnerable kind of way. Um, I'm going to be sharing some pieces of my journey with my husband Grant that you maybe have not heard before or you maybe haven't heard quite as in depth before. And really what I most want you to take away from this conversation is the power of ownership, especially when it comes to our relationships. I see way too many women not taking ownership for their happiness and their emotional wellness. And it's not something that they realize they're doing, but it is detrimental to their marriage regardless. Because anytime we think that we need something from somebody, anybody, we are in a way handing our emotional state over to them. And that's a pressure that I think our marriages they do not need. They do not need. On top of all the other pressures and stressors that we're faced with every day, that is one that we can do away with. So this is what I want to dive into with you today. I want to give you a very real example of what it looks like for a marriage to become stronger and healthier as a result of learning how to take more ownership of your own life. So first, I want to share a thought that I had yesterday morning. This thought actually came about while I was doing what I like to call a morning thought download. And maybe I'll even like do another video or podcast episode kind of walking you through that process. But basically, this is where I take the time to look at what am I thinking or what have I been thinking from either yesterday or the week before, and what are one or two thoughts from this list that I want to work on. And as I was doing my thought download yesterday, there was one thought that stood out to me that I decided to work on using the same tool that I teach all of my clients in my Mom Empowered program. Because if you are wanting to feel better or do better in your life, it really does start with thinking better. And for me yesterday, that this thought that I zeroed in on, it was about Grant. It was about our relationship and things that had been happening. For like two weekends in a row, we had been feeling more disconnected from one another. And I know that part of this is just us adjusting to our new schedule and some new stressors that Grant and I have been facing since we began Firefighting Academy a couple of weeks ago. Um, But even still, up until yesterday, I couldn't quite put my finger on what was wrong and why we were bickering so much, why we were fighting so much. And, And from my perspective, like originally in the moment, I thought I knew what was wrong. You know, I I thought that I knew because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, he's instigating all of this, of course. Isn't that usually the way it goes? You know, he has a bad attitude. Um, He was forgetting things that I had told him to do. He wasn't helping with the kids. He wasn't helping around the house in all the ways that I want him to. Very normal marriage stuff. 
But that that's what I thought it was originally. But as I was sitting down writing down these thoughts, I realized that there was more to it than that. And and this one thought I had in particular, it stopped me in my tracks. It stopped me in my tracks and really made me stop and think. And it was the thought, I need him to do better. I need him to do better. This thought stood out to me because I know that in my darkest seasons of life and in the worst seasons of our marriage in which I was what you would call unstable, emotionally abusive, not at all the kind of wife I want to be, in those seasons, one of my characteristics was that I was extremely needy. And just seeing the words, I need, I need him to do better, written down on this paper in front of me, it was almost like a wake-up call of how easy it is for me to slip back into these old patterns if I'm not careful. Because something that I learned years ago, and I'm still having to remind myself of all the time, is that needing things from somebody, anybody, usually is not what's going to get you those things. It's actually what keeps you from them. I'm going to say that one more time. Needing things or telling yourself that you need things from anybody usually is not what gets you those things. It's actually what keeps you from getting them, from having them. And I even thought of a perfect example um, to go along with this because I figured that you guys would want to have like a, like a better in-depth look of what I mean by this. And I decided to go with an example relating to something that I hear all the time from wives, and it's that they feel like they need more romance and they need more pursuit from their husbands. This is a big one. Now, here is how telling ourselves that we need these things. We need the romance. We need pursuit. We need him to pursue us more. This is how telling ourselves this can actually end up keeping us from getting it. When we believe that we need more romance or we need more pursuit. And this is the story that we replay in our minds over and over again. What typically ends up happening is that we begin to feel this continual dissatisfaction, this lack of fulfillment. And it can even turn into like desperation and anger and resentment. And when we are in this emotional state, which, by the way, they did not put us in. We put ourselves in this emotional state by us choosing what we're going to fixate on, what we're believing is lacking and we need from them. When we are in this emotional state, we actually do the opposite of meeting our need for more romance and pursuit. We, we usually end up pulling away more. We end up instigating fights more. We zero in on all of the bad things, everything that we think is going wrong, and lose sight of what's actually going right. And then in our stress and in our anger, we even turn down the romance and pursuit that our spouses may be offering. And we maybe even start to go down this path of thinking like, well, maybe there's somebody else who would romance or pursue me better. You know, we start fantasizing about someone out there who we might be more compatible with. You know, we think that, you know, maybe maybe I picked the wrong person. Maybe, maybe this isn't the right marriage anymore. This is where things can get real tricky, real fast. And as a result of all these things I just mentioned, because of the instigating and the pulling away and the, the things that we keep telling ourselves and how we're not seeing what's right in front of us, 
we end up continuing to feel dissatisfied and, and we, we continue to think to ourselves, well, I need more romance. I need, to, I need him to pursue me. It, it's a vicious, vicious cycle that we don't even realize is happening while it's happening. And the key to breaking out of this cycle starting, it starts with this one new thought that I want to introduce to you. And it's the thought that I do not need anything. You do not need anything from somebody else in order to get what you most want and are longing for. And in fact, not needing those things is what will get you even closer to having them. I want to break this down for you. Um, going back to the example of thinking that you need more romance or pursuit from your husband, when you believe instead deep down in your core that you do not need those things from your husband in order to feel those things from your husband, you do not need him to romance and pursue you in a certain way in order for you to feel romance and pursue. When you start to believe that, everything changes. All of a sudden, you now feel more sufficiency and contentment in the relationship that you already have. You remember past instances where he did love you so well, where he was romancing you, where he was pursuing you. You start noticing all of the small ways that he actually has been romancing and pursuing you all along. You start taking more responsibility for how romanced and pursued you feel by initiating your own romance and pursuit. You know, you maybe initiate more date nights or more sexy times, or you start sending him more flirty texts and wearing things that you know he finds attractive and that helps you feel attractive. And by you letting go of this fight, to get your needs met, what ends up happening over time is that your needs end up being met. Because instead of demanding or expecting things from somebody else, you simply took more ownership. You stopped handing over your emotional state to somebody who could never be perfect, who could never meet your every need, and you instead allowed yourself the chance to truly embrace and find fulfillment with exactly where you are and exactly what you have, including the marriage and the husband you have. Listen, ladies, please do not miss this. What if getting what you want in your marriage starts with you wanting for nothing from your marriage? What if it starts with you committing to take ownership of your life, maybe for the very first time. I mentioned earlier that my marriage has seen some hard times and I am not ashamed to admit that. Um, for years, I was an, an emotionally and sometimes physically abusive wife. And I think it's so important for me to own that and be vulnerable with that because I know that a lot of the moms I work with and a lot of you who may be listening today are struggling with anger in very similar ways. And maybe you don't know until hearing my story or meeting with me that this is actually okay. And that this is something that there is help for and can be worked through. I wish this wasn't such a taboo. I wish there wasn't such a taboo around this topic, but I get it. It's embarrassing. It's what we would maybe describe as shameful. If you are in this place, you most likely struggle with shame and guilt or self-loathing. And I want to help women feel free from all of those things and become exactly the kind of wife they want to be, the wife that they can be proud of. So yeah, my marriage has seen some hard times. 
And in 2018, we especially hit a new low. Um, at the time, we had two kids, little, little kids. Let me tell you, having kids back to back is something else. And during this time, the thoughts I kept having on repeat were, Grant is not the husband I want him to be. This is not the marriage I want to have. Those were the thoughts I had on repeat. I'm not happy. I don't want to do this anymore. I wish I could start over. Maybe there's someone out there who would be better for me. I mean, I was really struggling to find the good. And I thought at that time that I had just fallen out of love with Grant. I had just fallen out of love and I didn't know what to do about that. But then it was like God knew exactly what I needed because little by little, I started piecing together all of these things that felt off in my life. Like the fact that I didn't actually enjoy being a full-time stay-at-home mom. That was number one, which that was a whole other conversation in and of itself. But that was something that was new to me. That I realized. I also realized I didn't feel like myself in my body. I was 50, 60 or so pounds overweight and truly I did not recognize myself in the mirror. I realized that I wanted to feel like myself again. I wanted to feel like my own person again. I wanted to feel young again. That was huge for me. We got married young and we started growing our family young. And so it's like I jumped from being this careless young 20-something to now carrying all of this responsibility that matured me but also really demanded a lot from me. And at that time, back then, I wanted to go back in time so bad. I wanted to go out with friends. I wanted to go back to the days when I would go to a Bible study and then go out to Waffle House afterwards. And I would literally not come home until three in the morning because we were having so much fun. I missed that feeling. And it was only when I started to address these things, these things I realized were off in my life, that I, my relationship started to change too. I started with really investing time and energy into growing my ministry and turning it into a business that could honestly help us not feel so poor anymore. That was huge for us. Um, I started pursuing friendships again. I started going to a Bible study by myself. I started going to um, a girls' night. I actually started a girls' night where every week some moms and I would get together to watch The Bachelor and we would drink wine. That was, that was so fun. So we started doing that. I started the keto diet for the first time in January 2019. Changed my life. I lost a total of 50 pounds. I dropped four pants size. I went back to my pre-pregnancy size. I looked and felt amazing. Um, at the time, I also spiced up my wardrobe. I swapped out my nursing bras for real bras. That was big. I went to counseling. First, it was just for me, and then eventually Grant and I went to one together. We worked with a counselor together for about a year. And then when I was ready for something a little more next level, I began working with a coach, and I've now worked with numerous coaches. And, and I'm now also no longer a full-time stay-at-home mom, and I'm instead running a fully operational business at home that's making an impact in women's lives and providing so much opportunity for our family. And my point in sharing all of this is that even though I chose to do all of these things for me, in the process, things changed for us, for me and Grant. Our marriage became stronger and healthier and sexier. 
because I loved my life again. Because I loved my life again, I was able to feel more love for him again. Because I started meeting more of my own needs, I was able to take the pressure off of him to meet those needs for me. And I was able to just enjoy our relationship as it was with him being my partner, my lover, my best friend. And I know I say this all the time, but I really do mean it. I am fully convinced some of the best things we can do for our marriage honestly have nothing to do with our marriage and have everything to do with what's going on in us, what we're doing for ourselves. And this is what I want to leave you with today. I know that some of you are feeling discouraged right now. I know you might be feeling resentment for not yet having the marriage that you wish you could have. And there may be all kinds of reasons for why this is the case. And, and to be honest, I don't believe that this advice is one size fits all because I've worked with enough women to know that there are some marriages where there, there's not going to be a happily ever after. And in fact, the best course of action is separation for both people, which is, again, another conversation for another day. But here's what I will say that I believe some of you ladies need, need to hear today. If you are feeling discouraged or if you're feeling that resentment or lack of fulfillment in your marriage, I want to encourage you to take a better look at what is really going on here. And I want to challenge yourself to find every way in which you can step up and take more ownership. How can you stop waiting for your marriage to bring more wholeness to you and instead commit today to bringing wholeness, bringing more wholeness to your marriage? How can you stop trying to force the marriage you think you're supposed to have and instead just work on becoming more of the woman you were created to be? How can you get what you want in your marriage by deciding to want for nothing from your marriage and by exploring all of the ways that you yourself can start to meet more of your wants and needs and become a healthier, stronger, more empowered person? This is what I want to leave you with today. And if you need help with this, I am your girl. I'm your coach. I'd love to have you enroll in Mom Empowered. You can visit my website, jessiearedia.com, to learn more about my coaching program, and you can schedule a free call there as well. But as always, no matter what, I love you guys. I am always here for you guys, and we will chat again next week.